this whole thing, we look at life like it's about what you can get from life. Mm. And I think, you know, I read something, I was like, that's not what it is. You're going to always be unfulfilled if you look at life like that. It's about knowing you're going to leave one day. And, you know, when you leave, the only way you're going to be fulfilled is if you know you gave everything you had. You already know what time it is. We're over the top the podcast with your host, Demond Hicks. You already know the father, the entrepreneur, the investor, the leader, the philosopher. All above. Stop playing with me. Let's get into it. Tap in. All right, so I'm back with another one with Over the Top the Podcast. I am your host, Demond Hicks, and as y'all know, I always bring special guests on here. This special guest right here, man, mean a lot to me, man. Uh, had a conversation with him for the first time, and we connected, man. And uh, now I'm an adopted nephew. <laughs> I call him Unc. And, man, uh, I'm going to let him introduce himself real quick, man. Go ahead. My name is Yvonne Hearn, Jr. Okay, yes, sir. And, man, I appreciate you for coming on, man. I appreciate being here. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. And so, man, um, we uh, decided to make this conversation based off our fatherhood, man. Um, a lot of us had issues with our fathers. Some, you know, even had their father in the household and had issues with their father. Some didn't have their father at all. But <clears throat> we had a conversation a couple weeks ago that I was like, oh, man, my audience got to hear this. My audience got to, you know, understand that even the older and the younger, you know, we dealt with things and we still have trauma or still have, you know, unanswered questions or things that we dealt with at, at a young age. Exactly. So what's your thoughts on that? I mean, just as far as uh, the father. father. Well, I have to go by my personal experience. Yeah. I had a father's present but absent. Mm-hmm. Present in the physical form, absent in everything else, as mm. far as bringing up your bringing up a son. Mm. Uh, I guess his main goal was to provide, mm. but you have to provide more than a roof over your head, mm. food and clothing. There's a aspect of fatherhood that had to connect with that son from a young age, even just playing catch, uh, you know, going someplace together, hanging out. Mm. You know, uh, uh, separate from your mom, and and develop an uh, individual relationship with that son is very important. Yeah, and that's that's something that I always had talked about because you know I always talk to you about uh, me with my father. He don't, he, he understand that yeah he was there in my life, but he don't understand that like hey, I needed that time. I wanted you to spend time with me, and it's crazy because even now to this day he still don't kind of fully understand like I still want your time and you you know right right. And so, like, just being um, young and so you was being young with a, a parent, a father in your household, what were some of the things that you think, you know, could have been better? Well, I think just as a child, you know, you pay attention to your dad. You're watching him. Yeah. You're you molding yourself like your dad. Yeah. And if he don't recognize that, that's really a shame. Mm. You know, because I remember when I was seven years old, I used to watch him shave and you know, watch him get ready for work, and I try to mimic all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And then there was kind of separation with age nine. Mm. I noticed that he, you know, kind of distanced himself, not necessarily for me, but maybe for a lot of things. But I missed that. And I think as a as a young boy growing up, it's important for your dad, even if he's not in the same relationship in the same household, connect with your son. Teach him how to tie his first tie. Right. You know, teach him how to drive. Teach him about the car. Teach him about women, you know, girls. Just little hints, and that wasn't there. So what happens is when he's present but absent, 
you try to find other male figures to fill that gap. Right, right. And they're not going to always be the positive ones. Right, <laughs> right, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, so I wanted you to tell the, the people the story you told me about when uh, you was trying to figure out where your dad was going every morning <laughs> and then what you end up doing. <laughs> well, he used to come home. We used to have in the evening, you know, this after school. He was, we'd come home, have dinner. And then I noticed like, you know, maybe 30, 40 minutes would pass mm. and he would get dressed or put his coat on and he would leave. And I used to always wonder, where is he going after dinner? And then I don't see him when he come back because we, obviously we in the bed. So one time I got curious and um, I think I might've been seven, eight years old. So I decided weeks prior to that, I'll start planning what I'm gonna do. So this particular night I decided I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get in the car. Yeah. I'm gonna go out there, got my jacket on, got my hat. I went in my car, laid down in the back seat ahead of him. I was like 10 minutes ahead of him. <laughs> and uh, so he didn't see me. And he got in the car, felt it, you know, backing up, driving on down the road. And then uh, maybe 15 minutes passed and the fellas come to a stop. And I got a little nervous because I thought, well, we stopped him because he didn't discover I'm in the back seat <laughs> on the floorboard. But as it turned out, he didn't discover me. He just, he, I just heard him get out the car. And so maybe 10 minutes passed, I said, I start peeping around, you know, over the seat, looking out the window. I just, I just seen we wasn't at home. I didn't recognize where we were, mm -hmm. but we was inside of a uh, business strip, you know, like a office buildings or something. So I decided well, I better get out and go find daddy. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so I proceeded to get out the car, walked inside this building. Mm. And all I seen was uh, office. I pe seen people walking around, and uh, I was just kind of overwhelmed. Like you know, I don't see my dad. And so some guy came up to me and he said, "Son, can I help you?" I said, "Yeah, I'm looking for my dad." He said, "Who's your dad?" And I didn't really remember my dad's name or nothing. Yeah. I wasn't. I just said, "Well, uh, I know he came in this building." But, yeah. You know, he said, "Well, I'll tell you what, let's go over and have a seat in the waiting room, and maybe I can you know help you find your dad." And uh, before he went to look for his dad, he asked me that want anything. I said, sure. So he got me a candy bar at the machine. And yeah. that's why, this is Three Musketeer. Yeah. That's why I still love those today yeah. from that day. But he said, just have a seat there. I was eating my candy, watching TV, just kind of nervous. Like, I don't know what my dad's response going to be. And uh, eventually, <laughs> my dad came out. And he came by that waiting room. He looked over and said, Junior? <laughs> And I just said, man, my eyes were big. I was nervous. <laughs> oh, he said, what, what? He was just confused, man. What are you doing here? I, I couldn't even speak. Yeah. He said, just stay there. You know, I'll, I'll come get you in a minute. And uh, he never talked to me about that on the way home. That was the strange thing. He put me in the front seat, and uh, we just drove home. He didn't ask any questions. And then as soon as we got in the house, Got a beat down. Mama beat me down, <laughs> man. Daddy ain't trying to save me or nothing. <laughs> Tell you what. Hey, so do you think from that situation you was curious because of the relationship that y'all didn't really have? No, because I didn't realize we didn't have a relationship till we got like 9, okay. 10, 11. Okay. At that point, you know, it would have been nice for him to say, well, don't do this. Sit me down. Yeah. Explain to me. You don't just go get in the car and wonder where I'm going. Just ask. Yeah. You know, let's sit down and have a conversation about it. So having a father in the household, but ain't like there, 
doing things with you. You think that's like difficult for a lot of kids? It is. It is. And a lot of people don't know what that little child is going through, especially your boy. Yeah. They don't know what that boy is going to. Uh, When you ask your dad to, you know, show you how to tie your first tie, and he say, well, go tell your brother. Mm. You know, that sticks with you. Like, why didn't you just help me? You know, you're my dad. That's this is my thinking, you know, as the nine, ten year old. Yeah. And that kind of affects you later in life. It stays with you. Mm-hmm. And I remember I was telling you how, like, uh, with my dad, as far as, like, trying to go places, I took my daughter. Remember I said, I took my daughter, right, y'all? Mm-hmm. And uh, I'll take her to the park. And uh, I think she was like, she was like, did you go to the park with your dad? I was like, nah, he ain't never take me. And she was like, well, why didn't you ask him? <laughs> and I was like, you kind of got a point. But it's just funny how kids just, you know, be like, they can kind of understand that, but they don't really understand, like, oh, no, I don't feel like I should have had asked them at that age. I mean, as far as right. this, I feel like that's just something that a father should want to do. But see, your child, she would do that now if you wasn't taking her anywhere. She'd probably ask. That's how wise these children are. Right. But uh, imagine that. That's how I felt. Because ch- people don't understand children, man. They're, they're very wise things, man. They, they comprehend things that you don't think they do. So I just wondered, you know, why are you here but you're not here? Mm. That's why. I, that's what I mean by present but absent. Yeah. And I don't care if you're not in the same house with your sons. Connect with them, man. It's important. You're the first model of manhood that they're gonna see. Mm-hmm. You know, you gotta teach them everything, man. And uh, I didn't get that, but you can't use that for excuses. You know, when you get a certain age, because then you start developing your own sense of manhood and what it is. But for you know, that's why I appreciate you for telling me. Like every time I talk to you, you just be like, you listen to me talk about the podcast, lot of different things, all different. I think messed up my word, <laughs> all different yeah. type of things. But you also tell me like, hey, make sure you you spending time with them girls. You know, you make sure you got that time where they have their time. You know, because you know I be trying to do all type of different things. Right. But you always say make sure you got that time because that time is most valuable. And I think a lot of people don't understand that. And you said you got kids yourself. So you were just telling me, I like, make sure, you know, you spending that time, you taking them out because yeah. the time go fast, huh? Even if it's a one or two days at the week because a young man like you who's on his way up, yes, you got a lot of things doing, but they're all positive. Mm-hmm. It's not like you're going hanging out with your fellas, playing video games for hours. You're not neglecting them in that way. So, but it's still important to develop some time for them children. That way they can, as they grow, man, they see that, they feel that, and you bring you closer. And how also helps them develop into an adult, mm. you know, with, with responsibilities and, uh, you know, ability to think and make decisions and make choices. You, they model, they're going to model itself after you. Absolutely. So I got a question for you. What advice would you just give to young fathers? And then I'm going to ask you, what advice would you give for young mothers as well that's listening? Uh, young fathers, I would say pay attention to, you know, to your children. And if you can't uh, uh, make a life for your children, you know, like if you can't be in their life, should I say, stop having children, you know, because the ones you have, man, they're going to remember that, hey, my dad was here for, you know, like twice a week at the, you know, month or at yeah. the year. And then you got to explain to them where you were. Well, I had other kids. Well, why? Wow. Yeah, yeah. So I, I would say spend time with your kids. Design time for them. All right, what advice would you give to the young mothers? Young mothers, uh, I would advise them to stop becoming mothers at such a young age. Mm-hmm. 
and focus on themselves. Mm. You know, it's a gym. Yeah, let that go focus of your head. on themselves, and uh, stop being in competition with other young women. Mm. You know, work on yourself. Uh, sometimes step away from social media, TV, radio. Sit in there, meditate about your life, mm. contemplate your next steps. Mm. So um, I got because I got listeners that don't have kids, and you kind of said it. Um, but as far as the mother, I mean the the men and young women that's listening to this, before they have kids, what advice would you give to them? To do use critical thinking, mm. uh, and look at their future. Mm. You know, when you're in high school, uh, kind of see where you want to be in five years. Do you want to be, you know, uh, with a family at a young age? Which is nothing wrong with that. As long as you dedicate yourself to that, once once it start happening, if you have that first kid at a young age, then dedicate your life to being a parent. Mm. to be the mother or father but before that you know just use critical thinking you know and think how you can avoid certain situations in life mm. you know and that that comes from thinking about yourself and uh close that gap of your friends man you know you know get that smaller circle of friends don't don't have too many friends man. Absolutely. just have that yeah. small one yeah. and hopefully most of them being from the family yeah yeah absolutely hey i appreciate that i needed that myself Cause I mean, just me being young, uh, a young father, I feel like all I needed was, some people think it's common sense, but at that age, I didn't have that conversation with my mother or my dad about the birds and the bees. And so that's, that, that's what I'm talking about. That's what's missing these, not just dads, but there's some also some moms that's present, but absent as well. Mm. And, and child need both. Yeah. But if you're, you're, you're a boy, you need your dad more. If you're a girl, you need your mom more. Yeah. And sometimes they, they bypass all that, rather, you know, whatever, for whatever reason. It could be religious reasons. could be they wasn't brought up like that. But it's an important conversation to have with your children. It would avoid a lot. Man, I, I definitely needed that. <laughs> <laughs> all the kids I got, man, it's just, I look back. That's why the advice that I would give, uh, like just like you had just said, to young fathers and young mothers, Focus on yourself. Like if you're a young father, really make sure whatever it is that you're doing. If you even if you don't got kids just yet, like you were saying, really focus focusing on yourself and getting prepared for the future. Um, but to the young fathers and the young mothers, like what I mean by focusing on yourself, when you got a kid, everything about to be coming fast and, and reality just hits you. So you got another mouth to feed. So what I mean by that, if y'all are together then in that relationship y'all got to be focused on ourselves so if you if you're the guy in a relationship then make sure you got your own crib or make sure you get your crib a car some money a job you a uh, girl young lady with a child do the same exact thing because what happens is and i know the people that's listening there's no plenty of people that's in this situation where it's the boy the baby daddy living with the baby mama and they always getting into it fighting and arguing right. she putting them out every every all the time and he lose a job he's still staying there she working she doing her thing but he not i'd have heard i'd have been in a situation like that so it ain't right. just that i'd have heard it when i was younger 18 i was living with my children mother and what happens is if i'm not bringing in handling my business as a man and that's how a woman gonna treat you because as a man you got to be the protector and provider and if you ain't doing one of them it's it's gonna be uneven in that right so exactly and you're a perfect example of what young fathers should be doing and you whole you did a whole 360 though yeah, yeah. you turned everything around man now look where you're at now yeah, yeah. you know you, you're young with with children yeah but you're dedicated to their future absolutely and you're doing things right now you're making moves right now that's going to benefit them for life 
Absolutely. And that's why I try to like let people know I ain't perfect. And that's why I talk about a lot of my stories. When I was 18, I wasn't able to get my daughters, my, I said daughters, my one daughter, nothing for Christmas. You know, we talked about that. Yeah, we, we spoke about Christmas. <laughs> but I wasn't able to get her enough for Christmas. It made me feel some type of way. Um, but I had a buddy that gave me some uh, money to be able to do that. But moving forward in my life, because what happened was me being young, what, since I wasn't able to do that, that next year I ended up spending every check. Oh, just cash now. I realized, like, that don't matter. What matters is I'm spending time with my kids and making sure that I am giving her enough to be able to, uh, you know, live how she's supposed to live. If that's me giving her mother, mother, mother money or me just buying my daughter clothes and stuff like that. And what I want to say, too, is, man, the young fathers and young mothers, let's not underestimate each other. Because as a young father, we trying to figure out how to become a father and we didn't really have one in front of us. So we trying to, the ones that didn't have a father or the ones that did and the right. father wasn't really there as much. So we trying to figure out, and I want to say this to the um, to the young fathers as well, because I ain't off the hook. <laughs> Don't underestimate what a, what a mother do. It's not easy being a, a single mother or a mother with kids. Imagine going into, I remember my first experience when I had uh, took my daughters to the doctor's appointment and I changed her. Went into the doctor's appointment. Soon we got in there, she pooped again. So I had to take her to the bathroom and do all that and get all my stuff together and take her back in there and then do that. Then the, the, the next experience I had, that's why I said don't under, underestimate the young mothers. I remember my children's mother, I had, I think, two kids at this time, and she had decided to go out of town. For, I think it was about a week. Wow. Yeah, and this was my first time really having them by myself a whole week, quote, unquote, as a single father. So I so I ended up uh, getting up earlier than I had to, mm -hmm. getting them ready to, to take them to daycare, take them to daycare, well, get my clothes on, get their clothes on, feed them breakfast, feed myself breakfast, take them all the way out to the car, make sure, hey, hey, I'm going to contact them, take them to the car, take them to daycare, then go to work, then do the opposite thing again, get off work, go straight there. And it's like, I think a lot of young fathers underestimate how much young mothers do. And also, I think a lot of young mothers underestimate the young fathers because we don't be knowing. So it's like we have to learn everything we have to learn. So like when it be a lot of young mothers telling me like, I wish it was more young father. Like I wouldn't like this. At, I wouldn't like this from square. Right. Know? You've been developing. Yeah. And, and that's what it is. Development. Yeah. You may not come out perfect, but you you work towards perfection. Absolutely. You know, and you'll never get to perfection, but just practicing being a good father and a good mother at such a young age. It's, it's real valuable for your children, man. They see that. Okay. Yeah, you're right. So I wanted to say this too. How would you go about? Oh, it's not. How would you go about healing? Um, as far as some of the trauma that you dealt with as a kid, um, from those relationships with, from that relationship with your father. Well, you have to heal. There's a healing process, and um, I like to also advise young kids, young mothers and dads, or just you know youth period to develop a relationship with God first mm. God is the key to everything in life absolutely and you don't have to be you know crazy religious or you know try to be so righteous just develop a simple relationship with God absolutely God and that, that is the way but uh, eventually you have to come into your own self you can no longer blame your dad or your mom mm. because you have of age now to make decisions you can you know determine what you need to do in life how you, how you can get over the hump from all that drama in mm -hmm. your early life mm -hmm. but uh you, you gotta heal 
you got to heal yourself, and then you have to take control. Uh, you can no longer point fingers and oh, this this is what happened. This person, no, it's all on you at a certain age. Yeah. So you just have to grow from that. Yeah, you're right. That was that was something that I had to heal from, even with uh with my mother. I remember uh, one day I had a conversation with her, and I think I was talking about why I wasn't in college. And then I was like, oh, I'm, in, I'm not in college because of me. And she was like, oh, dang, I thought you was going to say it was because of me. She's like, you didn't grown. <laughs> but, yeah, I had, to, I had to, you know, get in my mind like, okay, the decisions you made was because you're not there because of you. No matter, it's a lot of people that didn't have their mother and father. They made the right decisions to get them where they at today. But, man, like, I, I do feel like relationships with parents, like, another thing I wanted to share with the people that probably got bad relationships with their mother. I don't have a bad relationship with my mother. It's actually a good relationship now. But as a kid, my mother was raised without the love and affection. So her father, right. <laughs> and go back back to that, her father didn't give her um, I love yous, hugs. So my mother raised us without the hugs. So, I, so when I be seeing uh, dudes with their mothers and they be hugging them, I be telling them, like my stepmother, the type where she hug, I love you, see you later. Right. I be seeing my stepbrothers not eating that up and taking advantage of that. You know what I'm like to this day, I could try to hug my mom. She kind of slightly got a little used to it, but she still look kind of like, like, what you doing? Yeah, yeah, you know? I haven't got used to it all this time, man. Yeah, so, now you're grown. Yeah, so what's crazy is me raising my daughters in the beginning, like probably the first three years, and kind of still sometimes now, my daughters love affection. So they come over and they want to hug you, daddy, I love y'all, miss you. And I'd be like, I cringe because I didn't have it growing up, but I've learned to like, all right, every time I see them, I love you. Every time, I mean, every time I leave, I love you, give you a hug. Every time I see them, ah, Please do. Yeah. Continue that. That's good behavior right there. Absolutely. So they won't go trying to look for it elsewhere, you know what <laughs> I said? But as far as that, man, um, I think I, I got the one question, too, I want to ask you real quick before you got a little time. Okay, so I want to ask you this. Uh, we had a conversation before. This is a little off subject, but we asked the question, would you want a million dollars or would you take peace? I would take peace because uh, peace is from God. million dollars from people. Right. million dollars from man. Anything that man have had their hands on, it's going to be disastrous. Mm. So that peace is free from God. Mm. I want I want to ask you this too, just just to ask you a couple more questions, because I asked you this one time. Um, I was saying how like you just seem at peace. I mean, you seem just happy all the time. And how do you stay sane with everything that's going on? Uh, I think mainly I stay happy because of all everything I overcame mm. from my childhood. And you know things that, that as a young teenager and young adult. And when you get by all those things, you're so thankful to God that he got you through all that. Then you're trying to give back. You know, you're trying to be happy around people, trying to be a great influence. But let me get a little back. Let me get a few of a little background yeah, go go history on us. Go ahead. Me and DeMont worked together. Yeah, yeah. And uh, only for, what, three months? Yeah, yeah. But we developed uh, a special relationship. That's my adopted nephew. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he's, he said he feeds off me, but actually I feed off him, all the energy. He comes in with such energy that helps me uh stay happy that's why i, I like to surround my people myself around people as yourself okay. you know that benefits me more you know as well as benefits you yeah hey i appreciate that um and also man you taught me something within these months of knowing you and you adopted me of giving man um shoot since the first day 
I met you, you kind of was like offering me things as far as just like help if I need any help. What what do you um, what advice would you give to people on just the benefits of just being a giver and just being you know? Well, when you're a giver, the more you give, the more God give you. Mm. So when you do something for people, you know, do it from your heart, do it out of kindness, do it out of consideration and sensitivity, and whatever you do, God see that. So you don't need them to thank you or to try to pay you back. God will reward you. So that's what kind of keeps me humble and keep me grounded. Absolutely, absolutely. And so the last question was, what is it, the advice you would give to the young people? I would, first of all, advise them to develop a relationship with God all right. on some type of level, mm. you know, and then kind of meditate on themselves. Like I say, get away from social media sometime. Whew. Go in a quiet room and just meditate. Just think about yourself. Mm-hmm. Think about your situation, how you can improve it. Mm-hmm. Work on yourself. And I would like to, you know, advise them, conquer yourself, then you can conquer the world. Ooh, that's a gem. Okay, with that being said, is there anything else you want to share with the people? Just to uh, try to get in a situation that's going to keep you happy in life. Mm-hmm. And don't uh, laugh a lot. Laughter is stress blockers. Trust yeah, me, yeah, yeah, laughter is my best medicine. <laughs> <laughs> so just like I say, work on yourself. Don't worry about, you know, don't focus on too much of tomorrow. Kind of think about the future. Every day is going to bring its own trials and tribulations yeah. that you're going to have to go through. Yeah. So kind of picture yourself, you know, where you want to be in the next five years, the next 10 years, and then start, you know, set you some objectives, set you some goals, and then try to reach them. You don't, might not reach them all at one time, are all in one day, but just take those baby steps towards those objectives. Okay, okay. Hey, again, I appreciate you for coming, dropping all the gems, giving us advice. Man, I remember when I first met you, I asked you, um, I think one of the first questions I asked you was, man, I like to ask older black men as just in general, what advice would you give to a young black man at the age of 25? And shoot, I just be getting that answer every day I see you. <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah, again, I appreciate you uh, for coming in sharing the knowledge and information with us. Um, I feel like that father conversation, we definitely gonna have again on here because we all, well, you know, young black people, black people just in general. Exactly. We have that, we have those issues with our fathers. And so, man, y'all tap in with another one, y'all. Appreciate y'all for listening. Peace. I hope y'all enjoyed that episode. Look, I want y'all to go check out my book, which is called Keys to Elevate. Three powerful chapters, environment, positive thinking, and intentional action. These are the keys to elevate. This is just my philosophy. I feel like it'll help a lot of people out. And uh, it's only $9.99, which is $10 going investing to yourself. You can grab that in my link in my bio on Instagram. My Instagram name is underscore I am Demond. Go check that out. I promise you won't regret it. If you enjoyed this podcast and you always wondered how you can support this podcast, you can give a small donation to the Cash App. The Cash App name is O-T-T Podcast. Thanks again for tapping in. Tap in with another one.